Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Jake coming at you live. From our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena, Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. I'm trying to figure out, Jake, how I feel about Wednesdays. You know, they're kind of in the middle of the week, you know. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) breaking news. Uh, it is in the middle of the week, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, how I feel about Wednesdays. You know, because I enjoy every day. I mean, I try to. You know, I try to get excited about every day. But, you know, you like some days better than others. Like most people, don't most people like Saturdays and Sundays and and maybe Fridays? But Monday's kind of a bummer, and Tuesday is a little better than Monday, and Wednesday you're just kind of in the middle of it, you know, just kind of. Is that the way? I mean, I know that's a traditional approach, but is that the way you feel? Um, are, are you asking me personally, or yeah. are you asking like the the stereotypical uh, no, you know, middle of the week doldrums that sort of no, thing? No, I, I wondered asking... if you feel. I'm wondering if you feel that, or whether eh, it doesn't even it didn't cross your mind. So doing this job uh, here uh, and during jazz season, Gordon. I, I don't. I I didn't even know today was Wednesday until you just mentioned it. I mean, it just <laughs> it it really has a tendency to run together because the day of the week is not necessarily that impactful as to, you know, uh, when I'm working or not. And so because you work on you work on Saturdays, I uh, work on times. Sundays. I work uh, yeah, you yeah. know nights um, with this condensed uh, schedule. You know, I'm working four nights a week, and so it just if you're asking me personally, I I don't really have a Wednesday feel because they're they're pretty much all Wednesdays. But when when um, uh, honestly, I love the opportunity. It's really great to do the Jazz pre and post uh, with with them uh, on a roll and the best team in the league and. You know, I it, it's fun to kind of ride the wave. So don't uh, don't misunderstand me as complaining because I certainly am not. Uh, particularly when I get to hang out with uh, you and Tim so much, it's it's really great. But it it does make life a little bit different on that front. So I don't know. Uh, Wednesday, uh, it's it, it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's home day. If it uh, weren't honestly, if it weren't for Austin's show intros, I don't think I'd know what day. <laughs> you know, I can back you on this. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think we are unique in this way because we, we do work on, on weekends. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I, 
I'm just as excited on a Monday as I am on a Friday. And I, I, I don't think I, I think there's maybe 10 percent of the folks out there who feel that way. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading it wrong, but that's the way it seems. Well, you were the one who just came in saying you've got a case of the Wednesdays, so that's that's all. I, I was just, you know, if we want to go down, you know, that road, I'm sure you're a nine to five guy. Uh, my wife, for example, I'm sure Wednesday has a pretty blah, you know, kind of feel to it. Like you're right in the middle of everything. It's always busy. When has Wednesday not been busy? Yeah. Well, that was my original point. I I don't know how I feel about it because I'm lost in the middle of it. Uh, and, and not in the traditional sense, but in, in the one that you described actually very well. And I, I, I feel the same way you do. So I think we're fortunate in that regard. But we hope everybody is having a good Wednesday. Yeah, no doubt about it. So we've, we've got a lot to do today because, you know, the Jazz are uh, very relevant at the moment. And they have the Lakers tonight. And they're on national television. And uh, Rudy and Donovan are all-stars. And you LeBron is LeBron, you know, so. Do you, you know, as you were speaking there about the Jazz, the Jazz are on a roll. Has it dawned on everybody now how good the Jazz are? And has it dawned on them, really, that they are the only team in the NBA with single-digit losses? I mean, has, at first, it seemed like, even just a few weeks ago, even, it was, Wow. This is this is something new. This is something unexpected. This is something different. It's been a long, long time. Maybe since nineteen what, nineteen ninety seven or something, when the Jazz had that kind of advantage in the win loss column, and it was it was a bit uh, uh, awakening, I guess. But now we're kind of getting used to it, aren't we? I mean, the Jazz are twenty five and six, and. <laughs> It's just kind of, yeah, okay, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. It, no, But it is pretty remarkable when you think about well, it. Well, and the way they're doing it, and, you know, we'll play a lot of jazz sound throughout the, uh, throughout the show, but the way they're talking about it, you know, it does have a similar feel to uh, the turnaround they had in Donovan's rookie season. I mean, I don't think any storyline is going to match that one because that was just what Disney movies are made of the way that they, they turned that around right down to the backdrop of Gordon Hayward leaving. I mean, it sounds like the A's uh, that they made that book about that everybody now tries to copy. What is that, Moneyball? You, uh, Moneyball that you always complain about because you point out correctly that they had great starting pitching and a bunch of great players on <laughs> yeah, the team. Yeah, you know, and the AL MVP that they don't even mention. <laughs> Who was on steroids? Best, best starting pitching uh, that uh, in the league by far. But let's let's not mention those guys. Let's mention Scott Hatterberg, who got on base so, a couple of times. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> well, then, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There are some parallels there. So if, if you know, they were going to write a movie about this year's Jazz, I want would they? Well, that was <laughs> that be, was the would, Jazz the team that turned it around. And yeah. ended up beating Oklahoma City. But so anyway. now the Jazz are no longer the gutty, plucky Jazz. No, no, very absolutely not. They're they're definitely in a different phase of the story, and it's kind of fun to watch them go through it. Mike Conley, um, I was reading Tony Jones' latest in the Athletic, and and Mike Conley had some quotes uh, that were that were really great. That he is you know completely bought into this team and the way that they're playing and. You know the it boils down boils down to Jordan Clarkson's good vibe tribe, and you you put that up <laughs> against all the wins, and of course all the wins are 
you know, the central figure in all of this because they figured out a way to have success. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool to watch. Didn't they mention that, that Utah is now his home and all that sort of thing? Yeah. Well, weren't there rumors when he first came here that uh, it was that that was another part of the adjustment? I don't know if any of that was true. I've never talked with Mike about it. It was but, what uh, from his dad? Didn't it? Was it his dad who gave an interview or or leaked something that he didn't want to? And Mike always, to his credit, said all of the right things. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, you know, it, it's it wouldn't surprise me, and I don't know this for a fact by far. So uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm just talking about uh, the, the the theme in general. But the the rep that Salt Lake and Utah as a whole gets is is just so dumb, and it it goes to show you that you know once guys get here and. You know, our community, uh, you know, we <laughs> we Utahns embrace Utah Jazz players big time. I mean, it's it's definitely a thing, and it's so beautiful to live here. And, it, you know, a lot of people go, oh, hey, what? you know, Carlos Boozer to this day defends this market. Even, even ending how it ended, Carlos Boozer, I, I think it was a radio show in Miami, uh, Austin, Austin shaking his head yes, where they started making Utah jokes, and he's like, hey. That place is great. I loved it. And it's, I always thought that that was really telling. Um, but anyway, you know, most players get here, and, the, you know, Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck have worked very, very hard to build a culture here that is very um, pro-player, if that makes any sense. Gordon, you've, you're familiar with some of the developments around here, and, and let, me, let me just say that the, the happiness and comfort of not only the player but the player's family is of utmost importance to this franchise because they want to have that reputation of you're going to enjoy your experience here. Regardless of the stereotypes that are out there, trust me, you're going to enjoy it here. And if you happen to leave here, you're going to tell others that you enjoyed it here. And there wasn't just one track to that uh, to that emphasis. It was two. 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 Yeah, there were two because not only did he, uh, did, uh, did did Dennis uh, <laughs> try to stri- yeah, I know, <laughs> isn't it? Just one little word makes you laugh. Isn't that crazy? It's funny every time. <laughs> two. Anyway, oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, it, it was it was dual uh, duality to the tracks, and it, one was uh, the basketball like you like mentioned, that? The, and uh, the other the other. <laughs> we should we should make a top ten of of just little sounds that make us laugh. One word drops because well, we we think it's funny. I hope drops. our listeners think it's funny. I mean, I I hope so. But anyway, uh, uh, Dennis also stressed the uh, the community, the the uh, like you said, the beauty of the place, uh, the mountains. It's it's not exactly Fun. you're not you're not. <laughs> We're not, exa- we're not exactly lost in some sort of flat, sightless place that uh, that is just, you know, well, nothing, you know. Fun. It's fun here. <sighs> All right. The media, the media is just horrible, but if you can get over that. <laughs> One columnist in particular is you got to keep your eye on, but, you know. Yeah, you think, um, you, you, you think you're a freaking... Uh, Bentley, and he and he calls you a Buick. I mean, you know, it's pronounced Porsche. <laughs> That's funny every time. That I is, don't think so. That, is that funny. one's not funny to me. That was go Aggies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Two. 
fun. <laughs> you know, we should really explain why two is really so funny. Well, more often, we should play the full thing. All right, play it. Just play it. We, just I mean, do, you know, just let's do play it. The whole thing? Yeah. I like mean, seven minutes. Is it really uh, well, like seven I mean, minutes? <laughs> okay, I'll just explain. It comes so from just a, play the end of it. It know? comes uh, from a reel of Casey Kasem outtakes where he's doing uh, promos for the certain stations that he's on. And there's one station that has put his show at 2 a.m. on Saturday morning. And he does the read all pro like because he's Casey Kasem. And then he goes, it's, it sinks in. And he's like, two? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. But Any yeah, that two is, is all I ever think about when I hear the number. You know, one of us actually had a relationship with Casey. You Kay did somebody. not. You got some sort of fictional letter that he was a fan <laughs> one, or something. It wasn't fictional. Two, it was directly from Casey Kasem. It wasn't written by a publicity guy or anything. It came straight from Casey. Was your relationship with Casey uh, stronger than your relationship with Juice? I, Newton, I, I, I mean. I, I, I talked with, uh, I thought, I think I talked with Juice a little more. Uh, but uh, it was nice to have establish a, a friendship with Casey. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. Uh, American friendship. Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> at 2. <laughs> 2. He goes, nobody's going to join me at 2. The worst time slot in radio <laughs> Saturday morning at 2. <laughs> and And we made this point before. Like, what program director in their right mind is is wasting any sort of airspace for something that airs Saturday morning at 2? No offense, of course, to our, our friend Ben Maller of, of Fox Sports. I actually quite enjoy his program. But we're not exactly running, you know. If Casey Kasem's countdown is at 2 a.m. on a Saturday, the rest of their program has got to be impossible to match. Yeah. If he's being right. slotted at 2 a.m., who do they have uh, the rest of the time? They have a drive time with the God, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. So I I wonder when oh, this nice. was because I could <laughs> I could tell you that they used to take reruns of his show and market it to radio stations. We had some in town that would do it. So like as recently as probably you know five ten years ago, Casey Kasem was still voicing stuff for you know. And this is the Casey Kasem show in 1971. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to so. listen to Casey Kasem when I was a kid back in, in uh, 06. It, it, uh, it was, I, I listened to him all the time. The thing is, though, you know, I'm telling that you. That was a good honk. You come out of an up-tempo record. And, no, and you we don't do have a, time for that a, one. A, <laughs> We've got a, a dedication. A dedication. Funny, funny, yes, but maybe we save it for, for right. uh, drop of the day. We didn't goof okay. off this much when the Jazz won 25 I, games I, in a whole year. I know. We need, we really <laughs> and need And now to, these days it's just like, oh, we'll get to the Jazz at 552. <laughs> we, need to, we need to focus. I mean, ESPN 552? And by the way, you know Ooh. how I know ESPN is? No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Uh, I'll Just get, do uh, it. I'm going to go against my better judgment there. Let's let's get into the split story of the day. Yeah, please. All right. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day 
on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I want to get your thoughts on what this means, not only to you, but to share this with your teammate Donovan for the second straight year. Uh, that hasn't been done since Stockton and Malone days. Uh, it's a blessing coming from where I come from. If you would ask me or anyone around me 20 years ago, I was going to be a two-time All-Star. You know, it didn't even seem possible, you know, with hard work and, you know, be able to be surrounded by, you know, people that believe in me and, you know, and, uh, and be part of a, a great organization. You know, it's about the team and it's, uh, you know, it's me and Don going to be out there representing, you know, what we've been doing as a team and as, a, as an organization and, uh, you know, it's uh, just a you know, great blessing. It's definitely an honor. You know, I think the biggest thing, it just equates to our team success. You know, if we him and I make it, you know, I don't think that we kind of come into the season looking at. You know, I think, you know, for him and I especially, you know, just kind of go out there and doing anything, whatever it takes to win. For him, it's, you know, you look at how he played tonight, you know, necessary, not necessarily, you know, having a big game offensively, but, you know, he did a lot defensively. That's what he does. That's his staple. And then for me, just continue to make plays. And that's what we've been trying to do all year. And, you know, if it happens, you know, we're, we're, we're thankful and, and honored. But the end goal is still the end goal for us and the team. And then, you know, the biggest thing is, man, I'm praying Mike gets in, man. I think for a guy like him who's done so many things for his career on and off the floor, he, he deserves this. There you go, Gordon. Rudovan reacting to uh, being named All-Stars for the second consecutive year. And both of them handled it a little bit differently in their media availability today. Uh, but both of them went out of their way to say this is, you know, uh, uh, really, they're not there. This is a team success thing. I mean, they really did spend a lot of time talking about the, the team, and it's an honor to represent the effort everybody's given. You know, as I'm listening to Rudy Gobert talk about being an NBA All-Star, and uh, the best the defensive player on the planet. Just 10 years ago, Jake, he was playing a Austin, I don't know how to say this. You're the, you're the guy who speaks French. But how would you pronounce C-H-O-L-E-T? Cholet. Cholet? Yep. 10 years ago, he was playing for the Cholet basket team. And he wasn't even playing for the senior team. He was playing for the junior team. In fairness, he had to be like 10 years old, right? How old's Rudy? 25. Uh, no, he's 20. He's a little 27, maybe. 27. 26. So, yeah, he was 17. Oh, wow. 28. He'd be 29 20, in June. Okay. So he's 18 years old. He's playing for some junior team somewhere. 10 years ago. I thought 10 years is nothing, right? And now he's one of the best basketball players in the world. That 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 is a that's a tremendous story. Neat. Remember when he remember when he was coming out at the draft? Some people were calling him a freak and just sort of, I, I don't know. It's a, it's it's a feel good. You know, um, there's Rudy's journey. There's there's a lot of credit to go around, right? And and all you know, most of it goes to Rudy himself because he's got this crazy drive, and he had a long way to go. I mean, he did. You talk about that 10-year journey. You know, he had a lot of stuff to learn, and uh, he, he had the work ethic to get him where he is today. But, you know, give Alex Jensen a bunch of credit. How that guy doesn't have a, a head coaching job with a yeah. developing team is, is crazy because the coaching job he's done with Rudy alone should be, you know, a, a top of the resume that's worthy of a, of a you know, head coaching position because – you know, Rudy is, he's, you think of guys like Dwight Howard that come into the league with all of the gifts and everything going for them. And they don't, they don't get a lick better. You know, they just stay the same player their entire career. 
And uh, once those gifts go, you know, they decline rapidly. Uh, Rudy came in with, yes, a bunch of God-given gifts. But, boy, as he put it together in a skill set, and specifically defensively, the the way he impacts games is, is yes. just out of this world. He's got the physical aspects, and he's, but he's got the mental drive. And that's obvious to anybody who's observed him through the years. As I go back through Rudy's career, I mean, it's it's remarkable that even in 2013, he was averaging like eight points and five rebounds for this Cholet club. Uh, it's just tremendous progress. And you point, you make a good point. I mean, he was young at that time, but still, to make those kind of strides, well, it would take someone the size of Rudy, I guess, to really cover that much ground. It's 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 remarkable what he's done. And uh, I think Jazz fans, more than anyone on the planet, uh, appreciate his abilities and the fact that he is a legitimate all-star. He is the best defensive player in the world. And he, uh, he should be mentioned, I think, at least in the top five or six or seven players for MVP consideration. I really think he's that important. Yep. Well, and it was interesting the way that they uh, both kind of handled it. Rudy said he really he doesn't want to take anything for granted. He sounded like a guy who really wanted to stay in the moment. Donovan went with a little bit more of the, you know, been there, done that approach. I don't mean to say that he wasn't appreciative because it seemed like he really was, but he mentioned multiple times, like, this isn't the first time. And so it was more about the team, it felt like, to, to not that Rudy's not because he went out of his way to, to thank the team as well. But it was interesting that – that Donovan's taken more of a, okay, this is the second of many, or, or kind of like that. And Rudy's like, hey, I'm staying in the moment. I'm going to really I'm gonna really not take this for granted because it's pretty special. But both of them emphasize the team aspect, and they that's did. really important because these guys are, yeah, they're going to run off to Atlanta. They're going to do their, their quick thing there, and then they're going to come back, and they've got to face the guys. They've got to be with the guys. They've got to continue on. The thing that makes – what Donovan says so legitimate and genuine is he plays like that too. Yeah, he does. He absolutely And he could does. play he could play differently. He could. He 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 could he could take as many shots as he wanted and he's not doing that. He's choosing not to do that. And and so it backs up everything he says about this all star thing being more about team than about him. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, real quick, we do have a piece of jazz news. The Jazz have uh, released Shaq Harrison, which, you know, the Jazz have always kind of managed the back part of the roster, and they got a look at Shaq and maybe going to give that opportunity to somebody else. And I, I, you know, he got in and he played hard, but I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he showed all that well. And today's yeah. the deadline, right, guys, yeah. for the, uh, the rest of the season to be guaranteed? Right. So I'm not sure if they were going to get much more out of him. And maybe Plus some, his name's Shaq. Maybe some of those <laughs> opportunity <laughs> minutes might might uh, do well going somewhere else. So there you go. All right. Uh, we'll get to more coming up. Stay tuned. Uh, but in the meantime, let's get out Need to the zone Need a quick boost phone. to your NBA career? Try Rudovan. <laughs> Joining us now. Thank you for that, Austin. Our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, what is going on? How are you? I am doing well. How are you guys today? Hey, we've got a big Jazz Laker game to talk about, man. We're doing great. Excellent. That's awesome. Let's uh, let's help out our listeners uh, that might be struggling in the bedroom. Yeah, there's so many guys struggling in the bedroom. And if you haven't heard already, Wasatch Medical Clinic is uh, assisting those problems in the bedroom. 
Um, I have yet to meet a guy that wants to take the pill for ED. Uh, no spontaneity. They take more and more of it. They deal with the side effects. Uh, our treatments, the two most advanced forms of acoustic wave therapy, basically it improves blood circulation. That's how you can look at it, by repairing damaged blood vessels. And guys will be amazed what happens in the bedroom when we improve that. Uh, think about 40 to 50% more blood flow. That's what these treatments can do. And we've helped so many guys. They come in and say, I wish I would have done this sooner. I'm so sick of taking the pill. Uh, this is a great alternative if you're out there frustrated in the bedroom. And, uh, you know, I had no idea the side effects from the pill uh, uh, are so negative. I mean, people have been putting up with a lot for a long time. Yeah, um, I, we're noticing more and more guys that don't ever get a result from the pill, and, and they do. They deal with the headaches and the side effects, the blurred vision. It's the Viagra hangover, they call it, the next day. And the day will come when the pill stops working completely, uh, whereas our treatment, keep in mind Cambridge, they did a study on this. At the end of it, they said every single guy they tested got an increase in blood flow. So I think the pill may someday be a thing of the past. 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000. Get on that schedule. You're doing a lot for free today? Yeah, we are doing a lot for free today. We really believe in delivering a lot of value. Uh, guys come in and do consultations with our doctor, and sometimes you know, they leave and come back a couple years later. So if you're frustrated, if you want to put a stop to the ED, call us and set up this exam with a doctor. It's really helpful. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. We're going to give you a little gift just for coming in that – is enhanced recently, by the way, and produces immediate results in the bedroom. It's all totally free. Give us a call now and uh, take that first step in getting the intimacy back. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead. The second half of the schedule has been announced. We'll give you the highlights coming up next right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and uh, 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today. Is Rancid, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist info, go to LiveNation.com. Gordon, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, a punk aficionado at, at all, really, but I do like Rancid. They're my favorite punk band. Oh, I thought you would be well-versed. Uh, no, not necessarily. I, I had some buddies really get into it uh, when they were in high school, and it never really was my thing. Although I caught a couple of, uh, of bands and rancid among them that I that I kind of liked, but ne- okay. never really latched on. I'm sure you toured with Sid Vicious or something, and, and but <laughs> you know I thought I'd go with Rancid today. You know uh, the, the Beatles are the preeminent rock band, so who is the preeminent uh, punk band? I'm sure there the are Beatles a lot of, are worse than Limp Bizkit. Yeah, uh, there, there's probably a lot of diverging opinions on that, but. Hear a lot of people say the Clash. I don't know. I, I'm not as. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly no expert. Okay, but you like Rancid. 
But I do like All Rancid. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, nothing like a bunch of guys from Berkeley pretending like they have English accents. <laughs> Is that the story? Sounds like guys from Berkeley would do that, though, in general. A little bit, right? You know? like Just to sound a little more sophisticated because they're Berkeley. Well, I, you know, they seems like every punk band uh, got a little bit of that uh, British tint to it, whether it's authentic or not, I suppose. Are you, uh, have you spent much time in Berkeley? Have you been uh, on I've the, been on the to campus, Berkeley, so? but uh, to say spent much time there, I would say no. I have walked all across the campus on a couple of different occasions. Kicking a hacky sack and for, for, for throwing a frizz? <laughs> With juice on your arm? Or? No, no, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got a unique history. But uh, Adrian Monk school. went to Berkeley. He did. As did Trudy Monk. Probably their most famous graduate. Locke's dog's name was Berkeley because his wife went to Cal and he went to Stanford and he lost a game. How about and that? So they had to name the dog Berkeley. Huh. Any any other Anything facts else? or factoids we need here? Or? No, I think we've about covered it. All right. Yeah. It's very hilly. At Berkeley? Yeah. You, you of, have to walk up a hill. A yeah. lot of hills, yeah. They're very steep. Right. Very mm-hmm. steep. Let's go to break. <laughs> you, you mentioned the jazz schedule. Yeah, should we talk about the jazz schedule? Uh, the second half has been released. Uh, a few things stand out to me, Gordon, and I don't know. I'm sure the people are putting it through power rankings and all that stuff. But a couple things stand out to me. One, I cannot believe they're not on national TV more. And two, they actually have a lot of back-to-backs. Uh, so which one do you want to dive into first, or, or well, something else? I, I looked it up and I saw that uh, I don't I haven't seen the TNT schedule, but the ESPN schedule has the Jazz on I think five times. Uh, five times on ESPN, yes. Um, since you haven't uh, had the T NBA or the T you haven't seen the TNT one, I'll, I'll give you a guess at that. But they are on NBA TV four times. Okay. including once right out of the gate on Sunday, March 14th at Golden State at 2 p.m., which I love, a little Sunday yeah. matinee <laughs> basketball. Yeah, Casey, too. That's awesome. But, Gordon, uh, you want to take a guess how many times they're going to be on TNT? How many? Take a guess. Take a stab at it. Well, you say it the way you said it, so I'll say two. One. They're on TNT wow. once. That's really that's weird. I, to I'm me. looking at it right here, Austin. It says, yeah. uh, it says once um, Tuesday, March 16th, at Boston, 5:30 p.m. So it's not even a Thursday TNT game. It's a Tuesday so TNT get, game. But they're not still doing that players only thing. No, I don't think so. I think they scrapped that last year. That was a good decision. Uh, but yeah, usually well, when, you when, get when, the you get the not Charles and Shaq cast, but. Maybe maybe they'll get Shaq again. But how how do you not – the Thursday TNT is the crown jewel time slot of the league, right? How do you not get the best team in the league in that time slot? In a I, whole I half know. of a season. I don't know the answer to that. I will say when I counted up on the ESPN schedule, uh, the, the five, I thought that was low. But then as I went through it, I think the Lakers are only on six or seven times. I, you know, I, it, so it's it's not horribly uh, beneath what uh, a team like the Lakers would are getting. But uh, however, you mentioned Sunday games, um, matinee games, uh, or evening games. Uh, the ABC schedule has the Lakers on three times, and the Jazz are on 
Zippo zero yeah, times. Right. Well, and Donovan Mitchell was talking today, today, in his media availability about how they're never on TV. You know that bugs him. I don't get it. I don't get why you wouldn't want to put this TV or this team on a national TV. I mean, it's a fun oh, well, brand the, the of basketball re- to watch. Yeah. The one reason is market size. Yeah, it wasn't the last TNT game they did. Wasn't that a Tuesday? It was. And but Shaq was in studio. But Shaq that night. was there. You're right. So was uh, Dwayne Wade and Candace Parker. Who's right. Terrific. She is good. But she you're were, right. She typically, reminds, those Tuesday nights is the JV. Right. She, she reminds me of Barkley a little bit. Some of her expressions and whatnot. Like her facial anyway, expressions. That's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but yeah, this is that's uh, look. I, I don't really get into that game that uh, this market has been uh, disrespected and all that stuff, but that that's pathetic. It yeah. really is when you see when you consider what the Jazz are doing. They should be highlighted, and and, and I get it. I know what they're thinking. They're either looking to showcase big market or big name teams, and uh, well, all the teams in the NBA are, are big name teams as far as I'm concerned. It's all part of the same thing. And so I don't know. Maybe the rating studies show that uh, that people like uh, the bigger market teams. I, I I don't know. I thought didn't you mention that the Jazz were drawing pretty well ratings wise? Well, locally I know they are. Bowler mentioned that uh, yesterday, uh-huh. but uh, I, I'm not sure about. It. I know national ratings are up, but I don't know what uh, part of that the you know credit the Jazz would take. Um, as far as back to backs go, Gordon, they have. Let's see. Well, can I say one other thing yeah, about yeah. the TV situation? Because uh, on the ESPN schedule, because the TNT one doesn't really exist. I mean, one game, but the the games that the Jazz are on, it, you look at the opponent that they're facing, and the, <laughs> they probably get a lot of the credit for drawing the TV cameras. One of the games is the Nets. Uh, let's see. Two of the games are the Lakers. One of the games is Phoenix, which is interesting. And the other game is the Nuggets. So there you have it. All right. So once again, you're giving the Lakers credit. Oh, once again, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of it. blaming, we know. We know I'm, I'm blaming the networks for, for, you know, you, you look and you say, okay, the jazz are on, but why are they on? Maybe they're, they're probably on because of the team they're playing, or at least in a few of those so cases. So Donovan should should go up to LeBron today and thank him for having him on TV a couple times? No, he should go over to the network executives and say, put us on more. We're better than these teams you're showing. So, Gordon, seven back-to-backs um, in the rest of the year, which is difficult. They've got one really unique one. Friday, April 16th, they'll play the Pacers – uh, here in Salt Lake, and that game will tip off at 1 o'clock on NBA TV, a Friday 1 o'clock game, and then they'll have a back-to-back in L.A. on Saturday, April 17th, and ES, one of those ESPN games you talk about at 2.30. Two. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the occasion is to have the afternoon Ooh. games Friday, Saturday, but uh, but there you go. Am I missing a holiday, April 16th? No, I don't It's my brother's so. birthday. Oh, happy birthday. So. Which one? Uh, the youngest, the baby, the spoiled one. <laughs> the one that got away with everything. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to mention him by name? McKay. Okay. Shout out to McKay. What's up? <laughs> but they do have the Lakers a couple of times. They've got Phoenix a couple of times. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see where, where people put this on their, like I said, their their kind of power rankings. But this this seems like a pretty well out, uh, you know, laid out schedule. I don't think the Jazz have a, a as tough, nearly as tough a stretch as they just got through. So 
it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I I wonder, uh, you know, you say the seven back-to-backs. It, it makes me wonder how many back-to-backs other teams have because uh, the, the schedule is kind of jammed together because of their late start. Well, I bet Locke will have some thoughts on it when he joins us coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour um, as he kind of digests the schedule and, and what uh, the Jazz are looking, back, uh, looking at going forward. Their longest road streak, uh, Gordon, is right out of the gate for the second half. Uh, they have five games at Golden State, at Boston, at Washington, at Toronto, and at Chicago. One back-to-back in there, uh, Washington-Toronto. So, you know, I, this, this seems very reasonable to me. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see how the Jazz do. Do you think the back-to-backs are as punitive for this team as they might be for other teams? So it, it depends in some cases on what the schedule looks like surrounding that back-to-back. But uh, this uh, this team seems to respond pretty well to it. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, good teams play through it, right? But it doesn't make it anything less real. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, they've... They've won plenty in the back-to-back situation thus far, but that seems like a lot to me. Do you think the players, what do you think their attitude is about, one, back-to-backs, and two, being on national TV? I mean, we, you and I sit here and talk about it as though it's a big deal. Do you think it's a big deal to them? Being on national TV? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do you think it makes them play different? Probably. Makes them feel different. I mean, how that is applicable to their play probably varies from person to person, I would guess. Okay. Just wonder what you thought. Do you disagree? No. I I don't know. I don't know how they feel. I don't know if they give it a little extra juice when they know uh, so many more eyes are upon them and uh, or if they want to impress or maybe maybe. Maybe the Jazz stars are past that. Maybe they, they, you know, like we talked about before with Donovan and, and Rudy, they've been paid. They, uh, they're they all-stars. Uh, maybe they're not too worried about impressing you. They don't care about all y'all out there enough to worry much about it. Listen, Donovan Mitchell, if you follow him on social media, well, let me put it this way. When they say, oh, it's just another game, it's not. Donovan Mitchell, if you follow him on social media, is sitting at home watching the national broadcast of the NBA every chance that he gets because he live tweets it. He live tweeted it last night about Luka Doncic. I mean, that guy is is ingesting basketball. <laughs> you don't think that he doesn't notice when his team's on national TV. And might I add, he talks about it in media availability, like today, where he said, well, we're never on national TV. He's talking about Mike Conley. I mean, yeah, 100%. He's, a, he's not a robot, Gordon. He, he's going to feel differently when it's on national TV. And how different players respond to that, you know, who knows? Maybe it makes players make more shots. Maybe it makes them miss. But it is different. Do you think it makes them take more shots? Depends on who it is. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Donovan in Donovan Mitchell's case, I doubt it really it affects how many shots he takes one way or the other. If he's proved anything this year, is he's really good at reading games at what needs yeah. to happen for his team I, to get a win. I think it's fair to say that they do pay attention to the cameras, but they their number one emphasis is okay. If the cameras are here, then let's uh, let's have them watch us win, as opposed to okay, I'm going to go for fifty tonight. 
It depends on who they I think I'm sure there's plenty of players in the NBA that are like, okay, it's it's Austin's time to shine. Let's go out there and get yeah. up 50, I, I'm 60 shots. About, I'm talking about the Jazz. No, I I got you. I'm just because saying there are plenty so other players out there, I'm sure, that, that react differently. Yeah, okay. Good times. Good talk, Russ. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. I want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Dirt, dust, dander, and allergens are no match for Zero Res carpet cleaning. Uh, want the uh, contaminants gone? Call Zero Res. Right now, just $25 per room, although minimums do apply. Search Zero Res carpet cleaning online to schedule your appointment, uh, appointment or simply call 801-288-ZERO. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Donovan inbounds to Rudy. Donovan comes back to get it, curls around, fires the three, got it. Jazz 42nd three-point attempt of the night, their 15th make. They get a lot out of that out-of-bounds play sure there. Do. Great pick set there by Rudy. Donovan, you've already done the dunk contest and the skills challenge. Would you have interest in a three-point contest? Uh, yeah, um, I'll be in it. Uh, I'm doing it, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I've been begging Joe to get in it, but, you know, he's old, so he's, you know, going to go sit in his rocking chair or something with him with the kids. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely uh, definitely doing it. I'm excited. Um, I just found out today, but um, I'll be in it, so I'm excited. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. You heard that breaking news right there from Donovan earlier today. He's going to participate in the three-point shootout, Gordon, as uh, Donovan uh, setting all sorts, you know, kind of, under um, appreciated marks that Donovan's reaching, uh, some of which are made three pointers in a short amount of time. I mean, we forget Donovan has really become a prolific three points uh, three point shooter. I wonder I, how do you think uh, he views that contest? How much oomph do they put into it? Because on the one hand, yeah, you want to show well, but you don't want to lay, lay an egg. You know, I mean, you don't want to go out there and miss a bunch. I think he appreciates the fun of it all. I mean, he's obviously a competitive guy, but I mean, he's also the type of dude that during that dunk contest had a smile on a, on his face the whole time, yeah. you know. So I I would guess he appreciates the challenge of it all, but not too worried about performance. Well, if you're in the dunk contest one year and in the skills contest another year, and you're in a three point shooting contest another year. I, until they come up with a defensive contest, I think that about covers it. Yeah, and he probably wants to experience it all. Pretty cool. Donovan, I mean, he's shooting 38.9% from three this year. That's mm-hmm. uh, certainly nothing to sneeze at. If we were going to design an All-Star Weekend defensive contest, where would we start there, Gordo? You would have, uh, you would have someone, uh, someone put up shots and see how many blocks uh, a defender could get. Uh, make them shoot it from within 12 feet. Oh, I thought we were going to have some fun with this, but you're actually thinking about this, huh? I am thinking about it. 
Think it's just. <laughs> I was thinking like have have someone uh, have five guys on each sideline shooting Nerf darts at the person and see how many they can hit out of the air. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if there'd be a contest that could act- accurately gauge this. Give well, Z- neither does the skills contest. Give or Zion, the dunk contest. Yeah, true. <laughs> give Zion Williamson the ball and a you know a thirty yard running start and say stop him from scoring. <laughs> Here's the problem. Who are you going to get to be the foil? You know, who who are you going to hand the ball to, and say, okay, everybody line up and stop this guy. Uh, I I don't know who wants to play that role. Well, Donovan's going to be shooting threes, so it'll be it'll be fun to see uh, see how he does. They're doing it all in one day, right? I mean, this whole yes, thing is yeah. is going to be all condensed into one day, so should be which is fine by me. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. It'll be an interesting experiment and uh, see if uh, if something like this continues. Probably not uh, because I'm sure TNT would prefer to get two, three, four, five, six, a whole week out of it if they possibly could. All right. Uh, we'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned, but let's get out uh, to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic is our friend Andrew Reinhardt. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, how are you guys? Good, good. And I uh, want to help our listeners be a little bit better in the boudoir. Yes, we're improving things in the bedroom. Um, We've talked about the science behind our technology and how it can reverse erectile dysfunction. There's a new study out, kind of unrelated to our technology, frankly, but it said that that the levels of depression and anxiety are higher in men with ED, which kind of makes sense. This has such a ripple effect on a man's life, his partner's life. Just it's just bad. You do not want ED. It affects us in so many ways. Wasatch Medical uses the two most advanced forms of acoustic wave therapy, which take the pill out of play, basically. It repairs damaged blood vessels non-invasively, pretty easily and quickly, and gets the normal function back in the bedroom. So if you're out there struggling and frustrated in the bedroom, this is a great alternative to the pills, and we have helped thousands of guys restore those younger years in the bedroom. That's got to be, uh, you know, hugely appealing to a lot of guys, right? The spontaneity, get back to get back to normal. Yeah, the younger years, we take this for granted when things, uh, you know, work like they should. As we age, probably as we eat and everything else we do in America, blood vessels, they harden and they get clogged. And they're already so tiny to begin with that we really have a plumbing problem. That's what we're fixing. We're not treating the symptoms. And like you said, Jake, spontaneity, normal on-demand function. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call. Get on the schedule, and you do a lot for our listeners, Andrew. Yeah, we deliver a lot of value. There's probably hundreds of dollars in value uh, to this. Call us, and the initial assessment and exam with the doctor will be free. Uh, We're going to throw in a little enhanced gift now that produces immediate results in the bedroom. New patients get free testosterone. If you're feeling a little lethargic, by the way. Uh, and this is all um, free. It's you know it's a free value we do, so call us now. It's no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, there you go. Uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to talk to Mo Dakil coming up next. He writes for the Bleacher Report, does podcasts for the Athletic, uh, also founder of the Jumpball.net. We'll talk to him about the Utah Jazz coming up next. 975 and 1280 the zone.